What's up, everybody? You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We are back. We're in the studio. We had a week off. We feel energized. To my right, Mr. Matt Welty. We had like a week and a half off. It almost. felt like a month off. It was a it was a nice break. Hope everyone had a good holiday. To my left, I know he had a good holiday weekend because it was his birthday. That's Mr. True. Brendan Dunn, how we doing? I don't know if I feel energized, but I'm happy to be back. Okay, you know, it's, it's rare that I'm truly bubbling with energy. What you know? was what was the birthday fit looking like? Yeah, what the- was it? You were kind of <laughs> on the low a little bit for the birthday. The birthday fit. I'm trying to like. Actually, on my birthday, um, that was Saturday. I had some some pants that I got from Nepenthes. That they just had a little sale, so I scooped something on there. Maybe a pot T-shirt, maybe a Kirkland black tee. I'm running running low on Kirkland tees, so if anybody wants to hit my Amazon wish list and reload I didn't, me up, I didn't know if you wore like a literal birthday suit because I know that you were uh, that you were, we know that you had been stockpiling like odd like Supreme and whatnot like colored suits for a while oh a suit i thought you meant a, a was suit it, you did a double entendre a little bit <laughs> i thought you meant okay. birthday suit like i was, ne- you thought no, I, was naked. No, I meant, I meant b- birthday suit oh, i know that you had yeah. been stockpiling i wasn't sure where we were going with me being naked and the supreme yes. items like uh, no i meant an actual suit. i had the sock going red hot chili pepper style or something like that. <laughs> yeah right sock. no um not that and uh, not a suit but go where yeah. Did you go anywhere special? Any, you know, you've been doing this tour of Italy a little bit in, in New York City. <laughs> Actually, so I did have a little bit of, and you know, we don't need to talk about my birthday for too long, right? But no, but we have to, you know. Uh, so, to. so I went out of town this weekend, drove to see my brother, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But before that, I did have a nice meal at Maria. Oh, nice. And, and my old pal, me about that. Chef Bianco was nowhere to be found. Okay. But uh, it was it was still a good time. Maria is amazing. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, well, we'll take you one day. <laughs> it's like, I, don't, I don't know. Like two parents. I don't know. <laughs> I don't day, know. Like I always feel we'll take it. I always feel so out of the loop when everyone like mentions all these cool New York City eateries because mm. I'm like, I have no clue. Yeah, but you got it. The should... workday's over and he's on the first train yes. back to Jersey. <laughs> yeah, but we, you would love it, man. You're like, you know. I always used to have a rule that like I won't go to Brooklyn unless I'm going to eat Polish food. That was like <laughs> that was that was like a hard line for me. Yeah, but I've I've been in Brooklyn with you and you weren't eating Polish food. Yeah, was it? But it was some sort of. Well, we went there for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. Which again, we don't need to get into. But yeah, um, again, I just said we don't need to talk too much about me. But I will say that for the weekend, I did a five hour drive. You know, rented a car, okay. picked it up here in the city, and for some reason, they gave me. A gray Mustang convertible. So wow. <laughs> did, you, did, you, okay. did you, as we said on a previous episode, did you pop the top? I did pop the top. Nice. The, yeah, I Were did. Were your locks um, flowing? Very much what so. What was the music? What was the playlist? I was, I was road testing the Tyler album. And I tell you what, when the beat drops on Renegade, I really put the hammer down and um, got it up to about 110 for a second there. Yeah, it was. That's a it, sight, It was man. a good time. I, don't, I, I, was, don't, I was hoping that you were going to say that you're listening to like Eddie Money or something like that <laughs> in a <laughs> one. <laughs> no, it was a good time, and um, yeah, back in the city. You know, I have you guys driven a, a convertible like that a lot, or like a? Mm-mm. It's so cramped. I've never it's driven not, a not the most exci- exciting experience. I wasn't super super thrilled with that. I like a nice conservative compact car that I can easily parallel park. You know. Okay. How was your weekend? Uh, it was non-existent. Yeah, mine too. What? We don't even have to. I was Did flying you, on the Fourth of July. Fireworks or anything? I saw a firework. I landed from the plane. No, I, I landed at JFK and then like took I guess the BQE home to yeah. Brooklyn and there was fireworks going off at, at like ten o'clock, ten thirty. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, total low key Fourth of July. I was telling him 
uh, earlier, like, you're like, oh, I'm just going to relax and recharge, yeah. get ready for the week. And then at like five o'clock, you see like, the, you see like Dennis Tedesco <laughs> with the state tips in Boston. Yeah. You're like, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's you, always one of like, oh, I'm going to chill. Like, yeah, Fourth of July is amazing, but like. Chilling when you should be grilling. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're like, I should have like went to a barbecue or. Yeah. I wanted but, to have a big one, but I just needed like. Know when you're like your body's telling you like you need to recharge, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it, you kind of need to listen to it. And I kind of had that moment. But speaking of Boston, big things happen in Boston this weekend. The opening of Virgil's new show is that yes. what you're talking about, and the release of the Yellow. Did so, they actually release? Yeah, that's yes. what I was. They wondering. actually did, released. Did they? Yes. I'm Do you so know anyone mad. who got them? Uh, Mike Santile. Did he get them? Yeah. He did he get them for sure? Because I, I like, thought it was an employee he was taking a picture. Yeah. Of. We, we Mike need to Santil, talk to him. Please, yeah. Please. Uh, I thought. Up I in thought. The comments. That, I thought. Maybe I'm. Maybe I could be wrong because I thought when he posted it, he had inferred that he had the shoes, but it, they were there. They were there, and I, okay. if, if they haven't yet released there, I believe they will. I, I think hope I can so. comfortably. I, need those. I believe they will. And I was definitely thinking this past weekend because I was, like I said, I drove out of the city and I was getting some advice from Wealthy on like, yeah. now if it happens on Saturday that those yellow off-white Nike Air Force Ones release at Virgil's latest figure speech thing at the museum in Boston, should I? Whip the Mustang back down to Boston. Circle the block. <laughs> yeah, real yeah. quick. But spin the block. Um, didn't get any info. Okay, so if they release, how is it going to be different than the blue one? Did the blue one actually release? At ComplexCon, we had two pairs. <laughs> never, never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we put that on the flyer. Well, I think it, I think it's going to be the same as the black ones. The, as the MoMA joints? Yeah. I, I love the series. Um, Do you want those? I want the yellow ones. Okay. They like grew on me. And they have that like uh, glow in the dark. Yeah. Of, what was that? Like the yeah, black, the black, like the black light stitching the or something. Bl- yeah. Black light thread. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What's the fit looking like with the yellow <sighs> Air Force know. ones? I mean, we I'll still take... need to work on your yellow, your canary dunce oh. fit. <laughs> so oh, yeah. We, we, let's finish that assignment and then we can move on to the I, next one. I will tell you. I've been going shorts a lot lately, and I, you guys, know, you're you guys today? know me. I haven't, I don't wear shorts that much, but I've been going shorts a lot lately, and it feels good. I've, I've been slowly warming up to it. Well, I think you're aware of my rule about yeah. only wearing shorts like five times a year. Yeah. But this New York weather has been a little, a little humid. It, a it little just sticky. reached the point where yeah. you're like, "Fuck all the rules! I'm yeah. just going to wear shorts." Yeah. There's also a lot of good shorts now on the market. I yeah, think. and there's also. A big development in my life. I have an air conditioning unit now. Oh, oh yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thank you for bringing us back to this. Yeah. The air condition, the, this, the air conditioner unit was the biggest topic in Slack. And this is deep. This yeah. is deep because it ties into a development in Wealthy's own life. Wealthy, can we, can we explain or congratulate? Well, it's not, it's not, it's not set in stone. It was just something okay. that I had. Can, can we talk about that? All right. So we have to come back to the AC. Though, yes, but it's we all also, connected, baby. It's yeah, all so connected. The yes. other the other weekend, um, I went. Uh, it was the Gervonta. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, the fight. Yep. Yeah. Um, the fight. So I went to go watch it with my superintendent who lives below me. Mm-hmm. Um, of your high school. Um, oh no, superintendent. No, no. Okay, <laughs> superintendent Nintendo Chalmers. Okay. In my, <laughs> okay, okay. If I if I. <laughs> building mm-hmm. and he lives below me okay um and we went to, we we're just watching the fight nice guy and um we're watching it and he's like hey i got some news to tell you and i was like what's up and he's like oh well, my sorry when he tells you he has some news are you worried in that moment a, what's the first thought 
I don't know. Uh, I, We're I, raising your rent? No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be something where maybe the owner was like selling the building and everyone had sure. to move out sort sure. of situation. And I would have been like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, so he's like, hey, my uh, my wife's going to like Kansas City and we're mm-hmm. looking to buy a house out there. So I think we're going to move. And I was like, OK. And he's like, well, if you want, if I do move, I think you can move into my apartment. And he lives on the first floor. But he also has he built out like a man cave wow. with like couches and TVs and everything in the basement. And he also has the backyard. But he's the superintendent of the building. So, which means? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, <laughs> which doesn't mean much. Heavy. It, I think just, Are you ready for that? I think it would just mean <laughs> I would just have to like sweep the, I only live in like a three-story mm-hmm. uh, okay. apartment. There's like six apartments in my building. We it's, don't need to give you talk too many details. No, it doesn't. Let's I mean, be, it's be not. It's don't not I, don't li- I don't live in a mm-hmm. building complex, you know? Or le- let's say you do, just to throw people off. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> but he's like, you would need to sweep the floor sometimes to take out the trash. So, like, I'm like, thinking back in my head. I'm like, well, this means I'd be the super. But for the trade off of getting a full basement and a backyard. What are we doing in the basement? What are we putting good. in there? I think I'm pretty going. Good. I think, Podcast studio? I'm on the fence. I think I would turn it into a full gym. CrossFit wow. box? Wow. Which, I mean, man cave is nice, but living living by myself, I kind of have. Your that, space already. Yeah, yeah, that space already. But how's the backyard, though? Uh, it's pretty decent size. Can we what put are you going to do there? Table? You're going to do a little like the poly wall, the <laughs> the poly walnuts, just tanning out there. But as you guys know, like living in this area, like mm-hmm. having a backyard is such yeah, like a, a big deal. I had a backyard luxury. in my last place. It was quite nice. Listen, over the past year and a half, like having a, a be- backyard when I used to go home and just yeah. being able to sit outside, yeah, but you never appreciated it more. Yeah. So when is the deal like? When, when is this deal? This I don't, I don't know. Also, are you skeptical at all that he's downplaying the amount of responsibility that you would take on if you became the de facto super of the building? I was like, are you going to have to be plunging people's toilets? I don't think so because there were certain, there were certain things. There like were certain that. things that I had asked him or had like contacted him in the past, and he was like, "You just you need to contact PSE and G for this one." <laughs> you mean when the rat family was <laughs> oh, slaughtered yeah. in your bathroom? <laughs> yeah. How do you handle that? Is it, how do you handle that differently as it went down for I you? I mean, he's already cleaned up. I mean, I had to, so I had to do it myself. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Someone calls, hey, listen, what are you going to say? I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I got the baseball bat ready. It, yeah, yeah, you have to take it into your own hands. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so listen, this all ties yes. in. Yes. Because Wealthy is already proving himself as a super, super. Because <laughs> I acquired an air conditioning unit for the first time in my life. You know, just one of those things I was putting off and being yeah. cheap and frugal about. But this week, we really actually had. Yeah, it was like 93. Had, right? We needed it. Well, no, it was like 99 degrees. Wow. It was hot. And I hadn't installed it yet. And I didn't really know how. <laughs> yeah. And I got kind of roasted by my colleagues, by my coworkers, because I had it just sitting in the windowsill, <laughs> yeah. which apparently is not. Well, your, really your windowsill was like it wasn't just a window. There was like, like a, a deep bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of sitting adjacent to the window not really it wasn't hanging, it wasn't hanging no it wasn't hanging out the no. back of the window it wasn't sucking in the hot air and turning it to cold so everybody let me know how wrong i was doing it and you know who was there to aid me everybody had you know snide comments That's and criticism no was helping you. but you know who helped me and you know who got it installed with, with a few quick texts was it instructing a me how to do not even no, a facetime mr matthew j well look it and now my ac is snug in the window my room 68 degrees constantly nice 
And constantly. you just helped him out. This was good practice for you. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny though, because I always worry about this stuff because I feel like every generation of men in the family, the, the handiness like decreases mm. by like, by like 50%. I'm not good at it. My grandfather, my grandfather built his own boat like from yeah. scratch. What? Yeah. Yes. And then my dad is like, can kind of fit like, I mean, he can fix stuff, yep. but he's not building boats. And, I, that, and for me, it's like, <laughs> I, I'm like struggling to do this stuff. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, if I hammer a nail straight, it's a win for me, yeah. honestly. But, but your dad can do pretty all that good. Stuff? Yeah. He's, o- he's okay. He's okay. Definitely generations. It's yeah. there's absolutely the trickle down effect. Yeah. But the AC. We're definitely going to put the picture. The AC you came a long way. It was just, it, I'm trying to do an analogy of what it's like, where it's just, you throw the coat on the coat rack and it totally misses. But I don't know. The one thing we need to talk about too, because you keep putting your hands in the pockets, Joe, pull them out. The show, the, you got the new, uh, you got some color. Yeah. How what, do you feel about that? No, but what, what, uh, was it like a big decision to do no. it or what led you to it? You know, I'm a little uh, sporadic, spontaneous. Yeah, Trinidad influenced. Trinidad does it. Yeah, Trinidad. Trinidad I is just a nail did the guy. Pinkies if you if the- you if you want a little a little color on your nails, definitely talk to Trinidad. I remember when he pulled up to our Dubai trip with the yep. UAE flag designed. That's on his, fire. On his pinkies, yeah, if I recall subtle. correctly. You know what it always brings me back to every time I see it because I think it's the first guy I saw paint his uh, fingernails is uh, Carson Daly. Really. <laughs> On TRL? Yeah. Carson, I, I don't remember that at all. And I watched a lot of TRL growing up. I, I think I remember. Yeah. But yeah, big, a lot of people doing it. I like it. Another bit of sneaker news that we need to talk about real quick that was lighting the internet up last night. PacSun reselling shoes. <laughs> How do we feel about that? I don't feel away really does also, paxson have an actual yes. nike account well i don't know if they do but they did okay PacSun so it's just is online only i, th- I think mean, so obviously. i would i would assume so i don't know enough about this to really i think they have length, i would think that they would have too many locations to, to actually like allocate product to you know, all like, of it that's that's weird to me I, I I want the reselling stuff to come for people who I know are experts in it. You know what I mean? I think anytime anyone's getting involved with that. And I also like it to be separate from an actual retail operation. Yeah. That's when things get really What if weird it's, and once again, don't know, we don't know the nuts and bolts of this, but we've seen stuff like this in the past where like it's like even like Walmart and like Amazon will have stuff like that where it's like almost like third party. Mm. Is it like a microsite? I mean, to me, the closest analogy is maybe when Urban Necessities did the shop and shop yeah. with Abercrombie and Fitch. American Eagle. American Eagle, excuse me. Um, so, so I think. But that was branded. But that was at least yeah, branded yeah, yeah, Urban yeah, Necessities. Yeah. This is just like the way it looked and it was getting posted yeah. and roasted. Uh, how do you feel? Are you. It's. Uh, PacSun makes some interesting choices. I know they, they've also been like ahead of the curve. Yeah, kind of progressive. On some stuff, but. I feel like every time they've made a sort of bold move, it's kind of gotten hit with like scrutiny at first. Like I remember when I think it was Jeff Staple put a read space in PacSun, like circa like 2013. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, why is this in a mall? Right. You know, but then people didn't really see the shift that was like occurring. Yeah. 
at that point. And then after that, obviously they started carrying all like the Yeezus merch was, uh, you know, exclusively or whatever at PacSun, a lot of Jerry Lorenzo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PacSun. So I think maybe we just need to wait and see. I did not expect him to to fall on that end of the spectrum here. But I, I agree it's always good. I'm not saying that I co-sign this, right. but I've just seen these cards play out like this mm. before where people like few months later or a year later aren't so mad at it. But. I guess I wonder if this is a first step to uh, PacSun reselling store, I guess is what I would ask. I, I just don't understand it too because like what does PacSun have to add to this equation? What expertise do they bring to the world of sneaker reselling or what authority do they bring to the world of sneaker reselling? Well, I've always felt that PacSun for better or worse is maybe like a very like mainstream entry point into this whole like streetwear equation for a lot Skating of people. Skating for sure. Okay. Like, Skating it put out so many skate shops. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's a it's a as much as we might think it's corny, it's like a store that like maybe some kid from Kansas bought his first like right. Diamond Supply right. T-shirt at, mm-hmm. you know, and right. then maybe that kind of right. Maybe your superintendent is a. Uh... Going to Kansas to, <laughs> to open, open up, up a pack sun. He's like, you learn from me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. And it, I don't want, I don't want to poo-poo any sort of corporate deals before we get to it. Right. But is he's, there, he's is looking there, to is, Joe? Wait, 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 no, is there, is there, is there a chance that we may see a sneaker shopping at Paxon? Are you counting that out, Joe? No, I'm not counting. Uh, I mean, you never know, but that would have to not. Probably not. No, you never know. But probably leave the not. door open a little bit just in case because we don't want to. I mean, if Paxson is like, hey, we're going to deliver you. Like if, if Justin Bieber is dropping an exclusive <laughs> merch line Listen, at Paxson and they set up a shoe wall and say, we got, we're landing you Bieber, but it has to be at Paxson. Oh, interesting hypothetical. What if you have to go to Kansas? I'll go to Kansas. <laughs> I'll go <laughs> to Kansas that's, really Bieber. Good, that's actually a really good hypothetical. Well, imagine. I'd have to think about it. You guys would think about it, yes? I don't think you'd even think about it. If, yeah, if you're yeah, getting Justin yeah. Bieber on sneaker yeah, that's shopping. True. That's true. You could set it up at yeah. like the bodega we set it up Jordan's like around the corner. In the, in the <laughs> office? <laughs> yeah. We're not selling Justin Bieber fake Jordans. Come on, Walty. Uh, <laughs> think about it, though, because it may come up. And you know what? You know what I'm thinking about, You're Joe? right. It may come up. I'm thinking about that shorts thing you mentioned earlier because I'm sitting here next to your powerful calves. okay and i'm thinking i gotta kind of advance myself toward that level because my calves are in a lot of pain right now i did a a a 10 mile run this past weekend which is a fine distance for me but it was extremely hilly in the northeast in the northeast climbing those green mountains yes climbing the mountains going down i'm climbing them back up again and i'm in in some amount of pain and soreness right now do you check your iphone app the steps when you run 10 miles no, I don't bring the I don't bring the phone with me. You I don't just do had, like the thing. Almost. Nah, I just had a Garmin, you know, check the heart rate and stuff. But so if if you see me, if I'm looking a little stiff today, or if you see me just stretching out, that's why. So just don't. Mind I know me. a lot of stretches from track. If two person stretches, <laughs> let's. let's you want to wait till after the camera, or you want? Oh, I'm just saying. I, okay. Do you have a distance runner? Do you have a Theragun, Brendan? I have a Hyperice, do you? Which yeah. my good friend Joe Holder. Hook me up with so and that's yes, the version Hyper of that Ice, that i use yeah, yeah. hyper ice sean brown sent me a hyper ice right 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 right. do you use it i haven't used it yet because i just haven't done a 10 mile like i haven't done anything that stressful that so where you is really it really it. like yeah. really helps yeah 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 i mean 
It's it's quicker than foam rolling too. I mean, I mean if you ever I've never wanna, used a foam roller, either. yeah. If you ever want to, you know, start a OnlyFans, just throwing ideas out there, <laughs> just like blowing out the calves with the hyper ice could be like the launching content for him like, for you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, Thank man. you, man. So many incredible ideas. We're back <laughs> selling fake Jordans to Justin Bieber at the bodega. <laughs> wow. We're um, back. Selling videos of your calves being assaulted by a hyper ice machine. <laughs> And um, what what else has Bobby given us today? I don't know. He has the aquaponics. Sneaker, like shop, sneaker shopping at PacSun. Yeah, aquapana, I mean, that was part you of stepped the, it up. The aquaponics for no, no free ads, but the aquapana hits a little different, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a nice, nice tasting water. I hope we get to see the, the reels of me almost killing you by accident uh, on the cold open for a full size run. Where are we? Oh, <laughs> we've, we've gone so many places today. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We did a we did the soccer thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I almost broke the window over here. Wait, what was that? He was launching balls at me. When <laughs> for the for the cold open of full size run? That, that's episode coming out. Full size yeah. run that just came out. Yeah. Anyways, well, thank you for sparing me, Walty. Okay, that you guys got a good episode. Yeah. Well, let's get to the part of the week that everybody waits for, right? You're wasting free sneakers. The new season, new batch of giveaways, and listen, we're starting this week off with a great pair. Mr. Brendan Dunn. I selected these for the giveaway this week. This is the MF Doom Nike SB Dunk. We are giving these away through eBay. What's up, Joe? Taking them out of the box. Yeah. Such a great shoe. We are giving these away through eBay's Authenticity Guarantee Program. We give away shoes every week. We call for a question from our audience to submit. If we pick your question to read here on the air, and we will answer it, and we will send you a free pair of sneakers. So this week... You're giving away these doom dunks. These are hard to find dead stock these days. You have them? Yes. I think I, I told the story about camping yeah. out for that shoe back. Man, I've one of these for so Look long. Look at those. The, the reflective piping Super on producer Dave Matthews right now is going there's through so the many, bars in his head. There's so many details on that shoe. Yeah. There's the lace locks that say super villain. Yeah. There's two different graphics on the outsole. Jago graphics insole. on the insole. Yeah, the, and you did a great story on them. Yeah, yeah. Please do go read. My history of the MF Doom Nike SB Dunk. I don't think anybody else has ever really written about the actual design background and how Nike SB tapped MF Doom to make the project. So so do go read that. And Joe, we do have a question. Somebody is winning this pair of SB Dunks. Who is our winner for this week? It's a great question, too. His name is Ben Robbins. He is from New York, actually. Okay. Shipping. shipping hand, be, hand deliver him. Do yeah, it. shipping going to be easy for this one. And his question is... What else do you collect outside of sneakers? I'll go first. Okay. I, I don't want to say like hats or anything yeah. like that. We obviously collect a bunch of other things that yeah. are kind of related to sneakers and streetwear. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've been really enjoying though is getting like bad merch from certain places. Bad mm-hmm. merch? Yeah, kind of just like places that when I'm traveling in yeah. different cities that I go a lot. So when you're in like Gulf Shores, Alabama, you want like a... Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. Just like, sure, it, just like specifically at that known, location. Known kind of stores or restaurants or like fast food places yeah, yeah, yeah. that our cities are known for. I love like getting a t-shirt or a hat or things like that. And I also love like somewhere the design is not well thought. And it's like, <laughs> but it's, yeah, so it's clearly, it's clearly yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the $20 hoodie with just something sewn on yeah. like a, so or a hat or a dad hat where yeah. it's just like printed on so i've been doing a lot of that and it's all weird colors and things like that but i also that's 
recently that's kind of something that I've been collecting this like weird merch from different places. Okay. If anyone out there can find me a Ron John surf shop t-shirt specifically from the Long Beach Island store in that's New Jersey. A, okay, okay. I need that one size large. Send the links my way, please. Thank you very you. much. <laughs> so, so wealthy, what is it that you collect? Um, like Joe said, it's, it's tough outside of like streetwear stuff. Cause I feel like there's a lot of other things tied to that. Yeah. 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 But also to some degree, I feel like, and this isn't a cop out answer, but you really only have space in your life yes. to collect one thing. Yes. Cause I feel like if you are the person who collects nine things, you're not a, just a, you're like an extreme hoarder at, yeah. at that point. Like I understand if, you collect sneakers, but you also collect, you know, uh, you know, vintage Nike advertisements or something mm-hmm. like that, or you know, clothes. Like, check out our coworker Kevin Loisters. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. IG like that. Who's stu- also been on the podcast? Yeah, mm-hmm. but that stuff is super cool to me. Um, I just feel like sometimes I don't have enough space, figuratively or literally, in my life for it. Yeah. Um, I do kind of joke that I do collect workout equipment to some degree because my apartment is becoming littered with it. But I think one of the only things outside of clothes and sneakers that I've somewhat collected over maybe even like the past like 10 plus years of my life is I went through and this is semi (laughs) streetwear related is I used to buy the fuck out of like bear bricks really oh, okay and like dunnies big, uh, no but the uh, blind box ones yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, miniature ones i've never owned a bear brick i have a couple i don't have any of the bigger ones which i regret to some degree passing up on some of them but i used to go wild on the blind box ones and now they're just no in idea. a footlocker bag in the bottom of my closet soon to be in your and man they mean cave. nothing to you soon now. to be in your man cave yes uh, one I, one thing I want to chime in before going back to the merch. There's nothing better than bad merch when they sew their logo or their name of the hotel or something on a Nike dry fit. Yeah. That <laughs> is the best. Yes. That is the best Nike yes. merch. Labs. And it's like they cl- clearly this they went to like models or and got yeah, a Nike bottom, dry, bottom and just mass produced or not mass produced, but did like 20 of them. You have that in your gift shop in the hotel or like Joe Lapoon was buying every single time. Every color. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Don, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, I feel a lot like Wilty on this. I don't have a lot of space mentally or physically for any more collecting in my life. <laughs> mentally. Of, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but in, in past versions of my life, I mean, there was a point where I owned a lot of big mouth Billy Basses. But <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. What? How I, many different ones? All at the same time going I had off? like 30 big mouth Billy Bass when I was in how, school. How simultaneously you know how many that doesn't really count. That do you have do you have ones that like sing other languages? Yeah, wait, hold on. I didn't even <laughs> no, know no, no, that no. there was it was just a period in my life where as a teenager I thought it would be a funny, quirky thing to be into too. Hoard as many big mouths. Someone walks in and they're just the, the mouth is just pointing. <laughs> 30 mouths of the big ba- But you know, um, I would say the the biggest thing that I've collected in my life other than sneakers has been Simpsons memorabilia. That's Simpsons dope. collectibles because, again, when I was in it's high dope. school, such a huge part of what I was into. And I had a, a lot of stuff piled up. And I would go to places and try and get the promo things that they had, you know, for store displays and things like that. Cardboard cutouts and, you know, uh, Pop-Tart boxes and things like that. I, I have no idea where all those items are at this point, but that was the other big thing. that It's I a good one. In my life. You're not going to mention uh, Pokemon or 
magic cards. I mean, real that quick, too. That yeah. too. Let me tell you. Do you watch live breaks? No. Live breaks has been for card like when they open the card. Back, live yeah. breaks I've been watching has been something that has been putting me to sleep as much as podcasts lately. I love that. I love that it's a soothing experience for you. I'm not into collecting cards. I'm into <laughs> the live breaks though, and people getting. Right. Valuable so some hitting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it is Pulling the black lotus. Is it, is it something about feel good content? Is that, does it fall into that bucket? Yeah, I guess so. So it's, it's releasing some dopamine or something. I'm on so many live breaks and like I'm commenting where the people who I've been commenting on their accounts must think like this guy has <laughs> nothing no <laughs> life, no life. But it is like when there's not a new podcast episode of one that I really like yeah. at night, I put it on and I fall asleep. And they go for hours. I love that for you, Joe. And listen, I, I want to make sure we do this every week because it's important. We are giving away sneakers for every episode, free sneakers with our friends at eBay. But also, we got to tell people exactly how to win them because yes. we get DMs. How, how do I get the free sneakers? So each Friday afternoon, we tweet out a link where you can submit a question for us to ask on the air. If we pick your question, you get to choose. But also, we're making it easier going forward. There's now a microsite we've developed, ebay.complex.com. You can go to that site. You can submit your question. For us to ask here on the podcast, if we pick it, we're going to send you a free pair of sneakers. Act like you knew like two canned salmon then. <laughs> All right. So listen, we're back. No guests this week, but we've been pushing this off until it was the right time of year to do. We're halfway through the year, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're almost right there. Right there. And it's time to discuss the best sneakers of 2021 so far. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been half a year. It's been half a year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's been a pretty good sneaker year. I revisited our list and looked around. I think it's been pretty good. What do you guys think from a top level in terms of this year in sneakers? I think, and I've mentioned this before, I think it's been a little tough because... If you're going to say no one's outside again? No, okay. it's, it's not. Because we outside. No, we, yeah, we had, no, we had saying, the conversation, yeah. I think... Uh, last time or a few times ago when we did one of these style podcasts where it feels like the majority of the shoes that have been released this year have just been like nike dunks mm -hmm. or you know like kind of like gr but limited mm -hmm. dunks to permutations on the same to some thing, extent yeah. and that's been like what's dominating the sneaker buying situation mm -hmm. but okay. a lot of those shoes don't really stand out on a top 10 of the you're They're not list. interesting enough to warrant inclusion on such a list. Yeah, right? so we're trying to figure out which shoes are the top 10 best, but it's not the shoes that everyone, not that everyone's going for, but the the ones that are constantly popping up on sneakers every week. Yeah, generating a lot of discussion. I mean, there's a lot of different criteria we use to determine these lists, and I feel like that's an important thing to try and explain to people. And we don't have an exact set of them, but I think it's somewhere between being <clears throat> descriptive of what, our audience in general is into so keeping mm -hmm. their taste in mind but also putting our own taste yes. into it so we're not just going to take all the shoes that are reselling for the most on secondary market platforms although we do use that as a guide sometimes of like oh is this did people react to this more than we did okay mm -hmm. maybe we should be ranking this higher things like that university blue ones you are not making the list <laughs> so wealthy one sorry wealthy, oh my god you wanted to get that out there real yes. early so and and it is a combination of our tastes a decent amount of our audience taste so us meaning the three of us here and then also the other contributors on the soul collector team zach de basic mike de stefano ben felderstein riley jones brandon richard so all, all great blurbs yeah Please yeah visit yeah 
all great blurbs that they wrote. Uh, I revisited it last night. Please go read the best sneakers of 2021 on complex.com. Uh, a lot of great blurbs from, from the team. And I think it's important too, to, to say that I'm not necessarily going to fight for all these shoes as we go down our mid-year list from 10 to 1 because other people have yeah. fought for them. And like, I didn't necessarily agree that this should be ranked here, but I'm going to yeah. try and yeah. I think paraphrase their rationale. We did sure. have that, that conversation because I know a lot of people will say that like, oh, Matt only likes these sort of shoes. That's what, you know, what I'll be caping for. But honestly, like... I know what I personally like. Yeah. And I know that majority of those shoes are 98% of those shoes aren't on the top 10 list. Mm-hmm. And I don't even try to justify. We try and take our personal taste yeah. out of and it let me to tell a you, decent amount. Let me tell you, I think that this process has matured so much since the old days. Oh, Let's be God. Honest. I, like <laughs> now that I work with you a lot closer, yeah. I'm sure that not that we had it wrong, but I, I do think that this process and being in these discussions and seeing you guys go back and forth and, you know, I chime in here and there when I feel very, very strongly about mm-hmm. something, but I do think the process of these lists have matured oh, so yeah. much from early complex years. And I think that it's a mix of like the passion. I think it's a mix of so many different tastes yeah. in the group. And I think that the product as it comes out the post and what we're going to be discussed, I think it makes it a lot stronger. Well, I think, yeah. you know, with like the advent of like discussing these things on places like Slack where you can actually sit down and be like, we're going to discuss this and everyone's going to put in their opinion has changed a lot from like 2013 where like I had to print out a hundred a hundred different sheets and be yes. like this sneaker this yes. sneaker and it wouldn't such a so many and it wasting be, so much paper and it wouldn't even be <laughs> a discussion of like what do we feel like this it, it was just kind of like one of those meetings where someone would try to get a bar off on someone else and then right. it would totally like poo poo the discussion of a certain shoe instead of actually discussing what's relevant and what's not you yeah. know all right i, I think We've had almost enough preamble. I want to do like one more because we got to get into the actual list. Yes. It's Complex's best sneakers of 2021 so far. Um, can we do a couple honorable mentions that just missed the cut? Because sure. there are some things. Oh. Yes. I'm a Leon Door New Balance 550. Big did, not, did not make it in there. Um, this is kind of a sequel shoe to me. Yeah. And, and I think we rank those lower usually if it's just kind of the same idea iterated again. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's not as new as exciting as when AL. Although first. there is. Big sneaker. Not to. Not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to show too much, but there is another shoe like that that did make the list. There is a sequel shoe here on the list in that in that kind of vein. Um, undefeated Nike Air Force One. I thought this shoe should have been around 9 or 10. Wealthy, you didn't feel like it quite had the juice to make it there. No, I just think it's one of, like, having done this, you know, over the years, especially at the halfway mm. point, I just feel like it's one of those things where we may personally like it. And I do. Like, I bought a pair, you know. Yeah, of course. And... And I'm not discounting that there is a, you know, a like behind that shoe. But I think when we look back at the end of the year, I don't think that shoe, even though it may be a personal favorite to some people, mm-hmm. is going to hold up as uh, one of the biggest shoes. Yes. Because that's what this is to some extent, too. The biggest yeah. ones. Um, Carpet SB Dunks. I wasn't even going to try and sneak that <sighs> on there because that's a personal one for me. I like, and I know I love you them. love that shoe, too, I love Joe. Them. But mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to try that. Um, Joe Fresh Goods New Balance Project has not come out yes. yet. Yes. So we didn't count him on here. I, I thought the Go Fly Ease was a, was a pretty good shoe. We ranked it high on our best new sneaker designs mm-hmm. list. You know, a cool new silhouette. And I think that always adds something to the to the interesting factor behind them. But th- but that's on there. Any, any other honorable mentions that kind of just missed the cut that we want to talk about in this space? Uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say as an 
honorable mention, but maybe just a personal favorite or some personal favorites that I've seen this year. Um, uh, I do like the Noah Adidas Rod Laver. That's okay. that's yeah. not a shoe that's going to make the cut. Not different enough, not special at all. Yeah. I really like those sneakers and stuff. New Balance nine twenties, the yeah. orange pair. You made those look good. Oh, the orange pair. I, I, I was thinking of the other pair. Yeah, and I think another shoe that you know got brought up, but I don't think it's a top ten shoe is the re-release of the Stussy. Harachi, yeah, I thought yeah. that was going to be on. That you. was a close one, too. Joe. Any honorable mention? I'm sorry, we're doing so much talking before I know, actually getting there's, to this. There's a lot, and we could get to it. Uh, I would just say the clot, okay. MX one. I feel like you and I really kind of banged the drum that this yeah. is going to be a very big shoe, and I think I'm so happy I got it. It's one of my favorites of the year, but maybe like the carpet dunk, it didn't seem as big as we thought maybe it would be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think Air Max is in a weird place right now. Obviously, still a storied franchise and something that people yeah. will always come back to, but it's kind of ceded some of the hype space to shoes like the Dunk and, of course, Jordans yeah. always. So, And I love that shoe, just for the record. Yeah. All right. Should we get into it? Yes, let's get into it. Okay. Number 10 spot seems like it was the most debated. Yes, yes. very and, much so. And you guys brought up the undefeated Air Force One. It seems like... It was between this one and the undefeated Air Force One. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, a couple others were in the mix too. Bodega New Balance 990 V3. I love this sneaker. Yes, great I think shoe. it's the best New Balance collaboration of the year so far. I, I, I hope it is anyway. I hope I'm, I'm trying to remember if we put another New Balance collaboration higher. I hope I'm not contradicting myself immediately. I think these are so clean. I, I, I think the 990, you, you can really mess it up if you try and do too much. And I think they didn't try to do too much here. I like the sneaker a lot. Made in USA. The, the materials are great. I, I think this is the right spot for it. And it was funny with these because we all saw, we all saw different pictures floating around. Yeah. And like they look different every they, yeah. time. They completely look different in person than they do it in the pictures. But I, I liked every single one. Yeah. Every single picture. Yeah, it looked different. Some, oh, this one looks better. Oh, they look better here. But I was into them regardless of any pictures. You, and you bought them. I bought them. Yeah. I, I bought, them, bought them on resale. They actually, I think, hopefully they're going to get delivered this week. But yeah. You got them. You, we talked about you yes. walking into Bodega. Bodega is such great history. Nine. This is it, a it's great just a shoe. shoe that fits too. Yeah. Like them being a Boston store. I'm like, we were thinking about it. How is this the first Made in USA New Balance Bodega has ever done? This is like destiny, you know? Yeah, I think in the past there were there were some issues around there being other retailers in the space where they couldn't do collaborations in Boston. Yes, because gotcha. there were other stores that got shoes, and I don't want to. Name any of the names because I'm not 100% certain on whether it was this store or another store. It could have okay. been one of the two. Um, but I like this shoe a lot, too, because, I mean, big fan of Bodega. Been going there since it opened mm-hmm. in 06. You were just there a couple weeks ago. But I shot Robert some, Kraft there for sneakers. Sometimes I feel like Bodega does a little too much with their sneaker collaborations okay. in some of the shoes. I felt that way with the dunk. That they it's, just said, or even just some of like the runners that they've done. There's they they put a lot of patterns on the shoes mm-hmm. at at time. There's an Insta Pump Fury that they did that was inspired by an acid trip. That's like way too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I feel like it it straddled the line of just doing it good, and I like it. Yeah. And I'm gonna get like super sneaker. I wouldn't say corny, but super sneak like technical on it. Yeah, yeah, the teal and the orange so close to one another. The subtle hints it. Reminds me of the Slam City Skate SB has an outline of like teal on the stitching, yeah. and it's such a you like that minor color? detail. Yeah, but it 
like I know you like that Slam City Dunk too, right? It, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. This teal next to the orange kind of like lace hole and the tongue with the New Balance sets it off. I know it sounds like very no, nerdy and that. it's the, the, minuscule. The very specific part of the equation. I'm colorblind, so I have no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, no, trust no. me. <laughs> no, I can say it. Can trust say. me, it's beautiful. Like the like you yeah. know, and when you could do that, and it's a shoe that like the color blocking is perfect, but the subtle hints of color like this teal and this orange set it off it's like you really nailed it to me yeah uh should we go on to the next shoe yes so next sneaker on our list number nine nike air max 90 bacon dave's quality meat collaboration coming back for the first time ever i think in the same vein of sequel shoes straight retros are just not super interesting and so we try not to rate them too high generally when it comes to a sneaker of the year list but i feel like this one had to be on there because it is one of the best Air Max 90s ever and just a cool celebration for Air Max Day slash Air Max Month, which is not that interesting at this point in terms of product a yeah. lot of the time. So just just a, a sneaker that and, people were happy to have return. And if you haven't yet, go watch our podcast with Dave Ortiz. Listen, he, he listened to it. He wasn't. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was pre YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> it was it was pre YouTube. But yes, love that episode. Love this shoe. A return to yesteryear of iconic Air Max releases. And And, and you know what? These came from the time when like storytelling on sneakers mm -hmm. was still novel. No pun intended. But it was was before brands decided that they wanted to overdo it. And every single day, you know, they decided that consumers needed a story on every single sneaker. And we're even past that era now. But it still felt cool to be like, oh, there's a there's an inspiration. There's a reason this shoe looks this way. And it's tied to the store and it's tied to Dave himself in some ways. So just just such in, a smart shoe. In yes. this one, I feel like, maybe not really, but to a certain extent, we may be showing our age a little yeah, bit on sure. this one. It's a but, back in my day shoe, yeah. but yes. it's, I am totally okay with it. But there's, I, like, but there's so much other stuff on the list that we'll get to in a minute where this is the one where it, I feel like this is maybe not the only shoe, but this is one of the shoes where maybe it sh- it shouldn't be on the top no, 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 10. No, they, they should all be on no, that. No, 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 no. But I mean, if, if people are arguing what's the most hype shoe of the year. This, right, which this, is, this is some of what that is. This is know. a little, we get one. Yeah, we yeah. get one This on is the one because we're, we're looking at it and we're like, damn, they're not even reselling for that much where it doesn't matter. But you know what? We're like, fuck it. We're going to put this shoe on the list because we all like this sneaker and we can all agree on it. You and know? the younger generation seems like there was an appreciation for it. Shout out to Ben Felderstein. He was very excited. I know a lot of times we're split on yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. He's very excited to get this. So, you know, is a litmus test of like the younger generation. They seem like they were into this, but definitely a shoe that I'm I'm happy re-released and on Air Max Day. And I think I, I love it at number nine. Still a special sneaker. Number eight. Yeah. The Bad Bunny Adidas Forum Low. And this is not a sneaker that I personally love, but I know people enjoy kind of the ways Bad Bunny has been able to work himself into different spheres and pop culture. And I think this one makes sense. I, I, I like the return of the Adidas Forum. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there have been some cool projects in the mix. This is not my favorite one, but this is probably the biggest one. Guys, how do we feel about this show? Uh, I feel the same way where I think being you know a big Adidas fan myself, I think the brand needs like a shot in the arm, yeah. you know? It needs projects like this. Yeah, where to me, Forum, not a shoe I personally care for. It's way too bulky. Yeah. This is like the bulkiest. But it's a low, so it's not as bulky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, just like it has like two tongues. It has like 
three heel pieces. It has a strap. I mean, we can't say the shoe isn't bulky, but also to some extent, it's nice because it's that brown suede with like the gum hit on it, which is a lot of like iconic, like older Adidas product where mm. it, it takes me back to that. Yeah. And the fact that this shoe is like reselling at some point it. for like close to a thousand dollars. You're just like, this is exactly what Adidas needed. Mm-hmm. I, I just love Bad Bunny. We had him on sneaker shopping the hundredth episode and people were like, who is this? Who is this? And you guys. Oh, when, when was that? It must have been two or three years ago at this point. And mm-hmm. shout out to Upscale Vandal. He was like, this is the guy you have to get. And the hundredth episode, we had him on. And more importantly than that, but. Bad Bunny is talking about wrestling on that episode. He's talking about Daddy Yankee getting his own Reebok. Mm-hmm. And I love that these debuted at Monday Night Raw. I think it was a night in February. And someone from the WWE texted me like, watch out for Bad Bunny sneakers tonight. Yeah. He debuts these on Raw. And it's like, he loves wrestling. He was into sneakers. And it's like, he's simultaneously living two of his dreams out. Yeah, And I think that the market has reacted well to it i think the other colorways even that the the pink, the pink one the pink yeah, there's the a pastel hit. pink and the brown one that's nice. kind of connected to his love nice for coffee. colorways yeah and don't forget that brendan dunn leaked the news <laughs> most, most importantly yeah at the end of 2020 we did leak that bad bunny would be getting his own adidas form which i think those early sample photos and you can go back and look look at a little bit different from this final version you leaked the news and then we were the first ones to post him wearing them come on also before we go on to before we go on to the next shoe, small thing that happened this morning was doing assault bike intervals in the apartment, and I threw on uh, Yo Lego. Okay, okay, <laughs> J Balvin and Bad Bunny, Shots and that came, and it gave me the extra juice to absolutely smash it. I feel like I was going to okay. pass out afterwards. So <laughs> okay. if, if that doesn't cement the sneaker spot on his list, I don't know what would. exactly. That's exactly it. Should we move on to number seven? Yes. Number seven. Number seven best sneaker of the year. So far for 2021, Travis Scott Air Jordans. And this is the one shoe that we mentioned previously, which is the sequel. Yeah. I mean, and this, again, just talking about because we try and take our personal taste out of it. And this is a sneaker that doesn't really do a lot for me personally, but is big for the audience and is big for some people on our team. And they felt it was worth the inclusion. So I kind of, at least for me personally, kind of seeding it and being like, you know what? I realize that this is still a big shoe. Travis Scott is still probably the biggest collaborator in sneakers. Maybe uh, actually, no, Virgil's the biggest collaborator in sneakers, but Travis is right there. This doesn't do too much different from the original Travis Scott Jordan six, but I still think that was a good shoe. And I still think this is a fine shoe. I thought the six was going to be way more hype than it ended up. There's not a lot of love for the six right now, which is kind of weird. Ended up becoming, um, because when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really smart. It was kind of in that middle. The original one or this one? The green green one, where it was like in that military colorway. I remember we did that full size run, uh, cold open, where you had gotten the the Travis Scott six and you were pulling all the items out of the the pocket. Um, I remember a funny moment was when we were at Sneaker of the Year panel. sitting next to Frank Cook, and he was like, and I can say this now because the shoes came out, but he was like, I should have worn the yellow sixes and just pissed the whole world off the Complex Con. But Didn't then, Offset wear them? But then Offset ended up yeah. wearing them, but this was before yeah. Offset had worn them, and I was like, there's a yellow six, and he's like, shh, you know? Yeah. But these are dope to me, and I think I said it in the, in the list, was that there's this weird play where Travis Scott sneakers are going to come in brown, 
that's just like a a given. And again, I, this is not a meme, but just are these brown? Because you know I'm colorblind. British khaki. They're like a wheat looking color, right? It's dark wheat. Okay. Yeah. The glow in the dark soul. I know that there's like people are split on it. Glow in the dark soul looks great on this. And I don't know if it's intentional, but like the hit on the back makes me think it's almost like uh, infrared six done in a Travis Scott okay. colorway. So okay. I'm like, oh, I kind of like the play on that. Gotcha. Yeah. Not to keep going back to sneaker shopping, but like recent episodes, the last Adam five. Levine? Adam Levine. Yeah. said so that it's like his best Travis shoe that he's seen. But like even just shooting off camera when they're browsing, everyone goes to the shoe. And what I would say is that we are now getting into the zone where Travis is on these lists year after year. Yeah. It seems. It's been, what, three, how many years now consecutively? But I feel like it almost like... It almost has to make the list just because of how big he is, whether we think the shoes are absolutely great or not. But remember two years ago when we only put the Travis one on and we yeah. didn't put the six and people were like, it yeah, doesn't matter. Mad. You should, if it's two yeah. of the best, if he has two of the best shoes of the top 10, both of them should be on it. But that was like a big thing on the panel. Mm-hmm. What about the Travis fragment ones? Uh, uh, not yet. Right? I saw so someone we, in we LA wearing those. To... I wonder, I don't know who it was. You've, Fan Brendan Dunn? Travis Scott, Fragment. The highs? I'm reserving my judgment. I think the low is looking better and better. The high is still not it to me. I think they're going to grow. I actually like the one low is more than, not the not the Fragments, the other ones. Okay. The OG actually. Really? Travis has so many Jordan collaborations. Yeah. We have to like make sure we're separating them all. They are better than the Air Max ones. I'll say that much. (laughs) (laughs) Which which also is not out, so it's not up for consideration. Can we move on to number six? Yes. Number six, and this is another contentious one. This is the Adidas Yeezy 450. We named this as the sixth best sneaker of the year so far. And this is one of those things where a shoe gets rewarded, I think, to some extent because it's new. Mm -hmm. Because so much of what we like are retro models. And that's cool. And and there, there are reasons for that. But I think that when a brand makes something exciting that you've never seen before, you you, you can kind of put it up higher than than maybe it would normally be were it not totally new. And once again, if you want to know a little bit more about this shoe, go watch our episode with Stephen Smith. Yes. Yeah. How wearable is this sneaker, by the way? And I, I don't want to. You, know, you know who you should ask? I got him. Joe LaPuma. Joe? I got the black ones. Okay. Uh They are wearable. I am looking forward to wearing them. I think that I'm going to need like tight yeah, break, workout pants. Yeah, break down the fifth. Tight, tight black workout pants. Okay. Maybe even like, can you, you do know, these with shorts? Uh, I, I like don't know can. about that. The, I don't think you can. So the one thing, this to me is almost like where the foam runner was kind of like literally almost like a vacation mm-hmm. shoe. Mm-hmm. Even when I see the foam runner out in the wild, it looks weird, honestly. Yeah. Like when I see it on vacation or Let's put the, we got to put the photo of him on vacation, yeah. which I have used for reference. I think it fits perfectly, but even seeing the foam runner out, like just on land, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks a little weird. This one, I think that you can wear to the grocery store to get coffee in the morning. And I think it's kind of like a little bit has a, has a little bit less of a sandal vibe. Mm-hmm. Than but, the but foam I, runner. And I think we were rewarded for looking weird, right? Mm-hmm. Of it's something that's bold. And I think, you know, Kanye and Stephen Smith, who Welty just mentioned, yeah. you know, just having this vision for the future of footwear. And maybe it's not right. Maybe, maybe that, that vision will not totally pan out, but you know, they should be rewarded. The for soul is so crazy too. Like I think even the, the photo that you posted, it's just like when you, 
I can see the pictures of it, but when you actually see it on someone's foot, it's almost like a hand that comes up and swallows the upper of yeah. of the shoe. Yeah. And we were even we I think we were talking about, you know, can anyone pull this off? And I think we saw like Kim wear them early she did. on. And, and she did. She did. And I was surprised too, because on the full size run episode, uh Nick Diamond was like, Oh, these are awesome. I can't wait to get a pair. And I just wasn't expecting that because yeah. everyone was saying what was the meme they looked like gyoza dumplings yeah like dumplings yeah. for your feet yeah, yeah exactly and i will say that ben felderstein who wrote this blurb mentions like polarizing designs from the yeezy camp i posted the photo you got a lot of need need and a lot of no way no way never could wear these what blah, were you blah, when blah. you posted a photo of them on your ig yeah a uh, lot of it was yeah. like it wasn't split down the middle i think it was like 60 40 like versus dislike but the triple black pair happy to have and yeah a nice pair of like bring back like the yeezy calabasas pants or yeah, something okay. I, don't know. We'll I, I look forward to the fit should we should we go to number five here yes, yes. number five undefeated's nike kobe five pro Tro hall of fame colorway awesome this could be such a historic sneaker if nike and kobe right or rather the Kobe estate, do not find a way to create a new deal together. So this was just a, a great retro. You know, people have enjoyed seeing old Kobe sneakers coming back. This marking his Hall of Fame entrance. Undefeated and Kobe have a long history together. And this yeah. one is kind of leveled up by current affairs. And, and again, it, yeah. it looks like it might be one of the last Nike Kobe sneakers. And even though a lot of people don't want it to end, I personally don't necessarily want it to end. This would be such a huge note to end on and i i think a a well-designed shoe and you know we've had some people on here who who contributed some of those undefeated sneaker designs Mm -hmm. so i I love this sneaker yeah i I think it's interesting too because you know everything with kobe since him passing away has been ramped up you know times right all the interest in his sneakers yeah time resale value because it's just interesting to look back at the first or the first two undefeated uh, Kobe collaborations, mm-hmm. the Zoom Kobe one in like the camo colorways. Yeah. And then that the other, I think it was the four yeah. that came out in a bunch of different ones. And like, like there was like the, you know, like the Miami Dolphins looking colors in those. Mm. And there wasn't as much interest yeah. in, in those shoes, you know, and I don't think that those shoes are bad by any means, but I don't think we w- w- would have discussed any of those models in their respective years as, top five shoes but with everything that's happened it's like these are like the sneaker at the yeah moment, it's, it's important context to consider but i think it shows the extent to which yeah that context matters to these shoes like yeah after kobe died it's no secret that the interest in his sneakers on the secondary market went way up and, yeah. and that goes for i think the the primary releases of them too so yeah that makes this shoe that much yeah. more special and you know to even tie it in it's like Nike's been bringing back a lot of the most hype LeBron retros Mm -hmm. of all time. And those shoes don't even have a fraction of interest of the Kobe product. And you can argue that that LeBron product hit way harder. Like the South Beach ones? South Beach, Those South Beach is better. I want those to be like a coveted shoe still. I mean, that's going to be though. No? I don't think so. That would be... I I know it's a little off topic, but if that is not coveted when it drops... I think it's like a $300 resale shoe. Oh man! Those not that, not that were, that matters. Not that that matters. It does matter to an extent. Those yeah. were the one of the. Of course, honestly, like again, I'm bad with years. I remember like the Yeezys and like those. Yeah, as, right like, there, the right two there. Yeah, big ones. That's interesting. I'm wondering how uh, if that happens. When don't they drop very soon? Yeah. 
Interesting well, I mean, the other that. ones were like bricks to some extent, right? Th- those, yeah, but yeah. but the South Beach LeBrons, the ones that we're talking about, different. But Miami Knights was such a huge shoe. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe. Like I, like I feel like if they, <laughs> it's, rest, us, it's 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 the kids who are out of touch. That eight, yeah. that eight was massive. I'm interested to see. I feel like if they brought back those like LeBronald Palmers. Mm-hmm. That I, that remember, shoe, I that, never got those. But yeah. that shoe, I don't feel like the ret- if they retro that but, shoe in big quantities, I don't think it would hit. But this eight is bigger than all those, I think. Yeah, Arnold sure. Palmer and my, Miami Knights were super limited, but this eight is a grail for pe- like for but people I, who just no, want, I, I no, you know? trust me, I get it. But those shoes, those other two shoes, were grail level sneakers as well. Yeah, we're, we're not like saying that they're just like oh, they were kind of cool. Yeah. All right, uh, should we move on? Yes, sir. Number four sneaker of the year, and this is one that. You don't like it. it didn't I don't like it, you. but again, it's not about my taste. It's about the taste of the group and the taste of the audience. This is the Nike SB Dunk Low What the P Rod. I still think this is a Frankenstein treatment that doesn't quite work, but maybe you guys can convince me why. Sketching this out is a tough concept. Yeah. The What the concepts, I think, yeah. are tough yes. for it to even look good. And I think that the What the shoes have are, are very valuable because it is a piece of a bunch of different shoes mashed into one, which could go left very easily. I f- like these a lot. I think that he, the execution was nailed as much as you could execute a what the shoe. And for I P-Rod would, specifically. For yeah. P-Rod specifically. I remember having, we we have a long history with P-Rod sneakers, obviously. And if you want to know about the first time <laughs> yeah, the, yes. the shoe got teased <laughs> yes. to any degree, Go, go, on, listen. go listen to Paul Rodriguez's episode of the Complex Sneakers Podcast. And also, I feel like we were a little like lukewarm when they first leaked, but then I still am. You still are. Then, and I want to, I'm interested to hear where you stand now. But when that account, Nike SB something, did like all the shoes laid N- out, Nike SB or nothing. Yeah, that, that account. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I, I'm into them, and then I got them in person, and I really like them. So I think as far as the dunks, there's been so many this year, regular dunks, yeah. dunk SBs. I'm cool with this being number four. I, again, another polarizing design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I do think that, you know, that these shoes, I don't know. I get why some people don't like it. And I'm Thank I'm you. personally not even a fan of the, of the what the dunks. Like, At all. Like, I understand that it's mm-hmm. a super limited shoe and they go for a ton of money, but just aesthetically, that's right. like not not a sneaker you can actually wear really in real life. Or if you were to ask me what are my favorite like top five or top five or top ten Nike SB dunks of all time, the, what close. the dunk is, I don't hate the shoe, mm-hmm. but it's not grail personal status mm-hmm. to me. Um, I I do like these i do like the mexican blanket love toe box toe box more than the other one the thing that i don't like about the shoe is i don't like the the paul rodriguez tongue tag okay that's just like it just looks a little it looks a little imagine he put the jump man on it like he did for the tinkers but i do but i do i do like these shoes Mm -hmm. i don't want to say that like i don't like them, I think. again. They're they're what they're number four on our list, so somebody has to like them. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a it's a fun shoe in a in a day and age where it feels like all the dunks kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of the ones that stands out. Yeah, which is ironic because it's literally a bunch of shoes blended together. Yes, I, yeah, this is one. Again, 
there are a lot of people who weigh in on these things beyond just those of us who are co-hosting this podcast and they kind of convinced me and maybe you guys feel the same way of you know how big of a shoe this was i think it's kind of a cool historical thing for nike sp where it's a reflection of everything they've done with him for for over a decade now there's there's a lot going on with this sneaker that i can i can accept even if i don't personally like it and again it's not the ultimate, but we do use resale value to some extent to judge these things. And it's like when you see how much people want the shoe, that shoe goes for a thousand dollars. I that's a, all right. That's a, anyways. That <laughs> and, seems like and, a lot to me. You know, just like P Rod. Yeah, yeah. P Rod is the man. Yeah, of course, of course. And the, the only bit of contention that we have over the shoe, Brendan, and I know we talked about you and it I. Us. No, no, no. Just well, just in general, is everyone's calling it what the P Rod, but Nike calls it what the Paul. <laughs> Big um, mistake. Big mistake. We can all agree on that. Um, let's get to our number three. Another of the another year. one. That this is an, an, another sequel sneaker. I see. I don't know if we're contradicting ourselves too much. The Supreme Nike SB Dunk Low. The entire pack. We didn't really pick one colorway. Uh, inter- interchangeable. I guess this is very much a return to the old Supreme SB Dunk High, which I think is one of the best dunks still of ever. Of course. This is the same equation. They are low versions of it. They are about as hyped as you can get for a Nike SB sneaker when you combine Supreme and the dunk. That's star paneling, the Crocs on there. How do we feel about these? This is funny because another one of those shoes where they went online and everyone's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, or not even I don't know, like, oh, these aren't good. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then slowly but surely, it's building, it's building, it's building, and then... I feel like, listen, it landed number three on our list. If if you would have taken our first reactions to this shoe, you would have not thought that it would land number three. But I'm still mixed on it, though, because I I feel like the ones that are highest, we have the most mixed. Yeah. Well, well, I think the thing with this shoe was that when they first came out, there's four different colorways of the shoe, right? You mean the retro, not the retro? Yeah. 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 You said when? No, Sorry. When he was talking about when the shoes first came online, there's four different colorways. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, not really one I like. Yeah. You know, like it was it was hard to pick. And I was like, I don't really like any of these. So you what know? are we doing here? So it's like the black and white pair was just too plain. Too plain, right. Because that's not what these shoes were. These shoes were not about being plain. Yes, yeah, especially there's, if you there's think of the baby blue, orange, yeah. and red. And I think the black and blue ones and the – sorry, the – the black and white ones and the blue and white ones. The only times I've done a double take online when someone's wearing the GR mm-hmm. dunk lows and I'm like, are those Supremes or not? Yes. <laughs> yes. The black and white. And yeah. the, and the yeah. Kentuckys. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, which one is it? You know? And it's like, I kind of like that brownish brick colorway. The maroon one. Yeah. Just because yeah. it, it stood out the difference. I know Supreme has been trying to make this green thing happen the green one is the worst to me okay so the green one's the worst but in that in our group people are like the green one is the best the one the green one is the most valuable right not that that matters but but that's not it my thing is is that i got the black one over the past i have none and i paid over the past few years supreme's really been trying to make this green colorway like one of their signature they have it on the Humaras. Yeah. Okay. They they right. have it on the Air the, Max Plus. There's the, the Streak Spectrum by S- Stephen Smith. There's the black and green. They're like really trying to make this green colorway like part Sweet. of their lineup. And I just happen. it what sorry what trying to make fetch. Happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I just don't see it. Top three though. It's a win for them. 
after it seemed like there was a lot of back and forth when they their, their sneakers also their collaborations have been kind of uh, in a lull for a little bit I, I still like the air force ones because of how clean they are just with the box logo hit on there but mm-hmm. i feel like and this is one of the better supreme nike projects in a while and funny because the person that i thought that made him look best when we already what? mentioned it was nick diamond wore them yes but it was funny brendan because we were shooting full size run and he just had a pair of regular air force ones on and he's like i think i'm gonna go get the supremes today <laughs> and then like literally like three hours after we shot the episode he just posted a picture like yeah. he just walked to the store they right across the street on yeah Bags. yeah fun fact sorry level- not across the street they're up the street don't, don't don't fact check me on that supreme's not across the street right fair fact check you <laughs> fun fact <laughs> the level of nick diamond influence i got the baseball card Oh, you did? You bought we'll his baseball at, card? We'll just leave it at that. I the, love that. The, the Tiffany yes. photo? I love that. All right. Um, number two <laughs> sneaker of the year so far, 2021. The Trophy Room Jordan 1. A controversial sneaker by... Big sneaker. Any means. Um, this. Uh, there's, there's so much to say about this sneaker. I think in a vacuum, this is a great shoe. It's a Chicago colorway upgraded, updated, maybe... I don't. I don't know. They if fucked it people up. think it. They, they, okay, with with the icy treatment that kind of ties back to Jordan being allegedly frozen out of the NBA All Star game. You you know the story behind it. It's a trophy room collaboration yes. from the store of Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. The thing with this sneaker that's so interesting, and I think this is something we have to consider a lot, and and more frequently going forward, is how sneakers are released. Because again, I don't think these things exist without the context around them, and because of that, because this shoe looked like. And I believe was backdoored on mass to people for, you know, crazy prices that, that basically made the store owner a ton of money. I, I think for that reason, you can't put the shoe as the shoe of the year, as the sneaker of the year. And I don't think it would be the sneaker of the year regardless, but even putting it this high, I, I was kind of second guessing whether or not we were correct because it does feel like still one of the biggest sneakers of the year. And that's what this is to some extent. But also I was like, it's so tainted. So you wouldn't put it number one because of those reasons, but you realize it should be top what? I still think even even with those reasons, it still has to be at least a top five sneaker. And I still think it's more interesting than a lot of the sneakers on this list, even without the issues around its release. I don't think it's the best shoe of the year, but I think if all the bullshit didn't happen up there. I think it would have been the number one shoe of the year. Mm. I think that people if we put it as number one, people would be pissed off. I, it, it can't be number one because of again, yes. because of the bullshit around it and you can go read the stuff we've we've reported on around the sneaker but I, I i just i think that again you have to consider how these things actually actually reach the public if they actually reach the and public. then it gets into it no, gets no, no, into no. the intangibles of making this list yeah that's i guess yeah it, this is something that i saw over the weekend in I've been trying to hold back on saying saucy things, but you know, this really <laughs> came to mind before. and I don't, and I don't, and I, and this one, I think it's totally justified. So friend of the program, Tony Mui posted this weekend. He played ball in them. Yeah. He posted them. He goes, he had the time places. To, so, you know, they're authentic. He goes, do you think it's time to finally undead stock them or whatever? And he posts the picture of snipping the thing. And I understand that if you get a gift from a friend or whatever, like you should not resell it. Right. Yeah, of course. But this is the this this is the one scenario where I'm like I'm like fuck you could resell that shoe and it does not matter. (laughs) What because (laughs) because Marcus Jordan allegedly resold all of his yes like you're gonna hurt his feelings (laughs) about that like 
<laughs> I had no idea. Tony where we played were ball going. in them, huh? Yeah, but I was like, that's the one shoe that gotcha. You could do that and it'd be okay. Yeah. And and even I think, and this is something I've been pushing more than other people on the team, but I think this shoe could even be lower and maybe we'll revisit it toward the end of the year and maybe people will shut me down. But because of the circumstances around it release. And again, the whole thing being tainted in a way. I just think you look at the other shoes on the list that I think, and that was the argument that it, I think it was more so when we were doing the best Jordans yeah. of the Where year. Where was it on that? It was number two. Yeah. Which it's very interesting. Kind of. Number but two on but both, we were but looking at what was number three and what was number four. And you're there's like, there's such a gap. Like, you in could, terms you of how could, interesting, you know, and you could, you could, like, and how much bump, conversation. Like a GR Jordan over this. Not that saying the GR is And this is a good cool. design. Like, it's smart. Yeah. It's cool. You know, it's, it's icy even. It is icy. <laughs> All right. Gucci. Should, should we get to number one? Number yes. one. And, and I don't think there's a lot of debate around this. And, and I'm always happy in a way when it's so easy to pick it. Number one, our selection for the best sneaker of 2021 so far. This is the Ama Meunier Jordan 3. It, it's great in every aspect. You the know rollout, what? the story behind yeah. it, the details. I love that. Even Riley, I think, wrote this blurb. I love that he said, like, the where the cement usually is on a Jordan 3 is, like, suede. aged suede. Yeah. Could could, uh, could have looked terrible, but it looks so clean here. And, you know. Nike Air on the back. Nike Air on the back. The yellowing, that is perfect. Even me, who does not wear white sneakers. That, can, that, that's the thing. If can look a, at this. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm saying if there's a white. Air Jordan on the list, and Joe LaPuma says that's the right choice, then you know it's a really damn good shoe. And to, yeah, to that point, the distressing and just he, James and team knocked it out of the park. It's, uh, I feel like it's, there wasn't much debate about this. I feel like mm-hmm. as soon as it came out, people were like, or as soon as photos leaked, people were like, wow, this is the one, this is the one. And then you got it. And you saw all these intricate details and how he placed the distressing or the yellow sole, mm-hmm. the distressed suede, the, the Nike liner, Air on the, the back. Quilted liner. Even the Nike Air on the back looks yeah. like it's been in kind of like a basement for years, but which it, I love. But it's funny because there could not be a bigger yin and yang mm. situation. The disparity. With, with the number one and number two shoes. In terms of their rollout. In, you know, number one. Air Jordan, and these don't even resell for that much. What? Like, if you want a pair oh. of Amamanier, like really? the men's sizes, yeah. the bigger men's sizes, I do think are around maybe like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. But the, this shoe was inspired by women. It was made for women. It was rolled out to women first. And I don't know if they made more sizes in the women's pairs, because usually the small sizes go for more money, right, but the right. small sizes are going for like in the 200s. So, yeah. Maybe I'm guessing that they made more. I don't know yeah. exactly, but logically reason that. But people were actually able to get this shoe mm-hmm. to some extent. People are out there wearing it. People thought because of the connection between James and Marcus that there was going to be bullshit behind this one. There wasn't right. at all because I remember doing the story with James on this shoe. You know, we did a written feature, did a video, and all the comments were just this is going to be trophy room. Again, again, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. again. And it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a clean shoe. Again, it's a shoe that people are wearing. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like a lot of times we can fall into this trap of just picking the biggest, most hyped shoe in our, in our mid-year list or our year-end list. But it's nice to have a sneaker on here again where this is one I feel like 
you'll see it out a lot more than others. And that purple is like yeah, the perfect yeah. shade. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's been a pretty good year. I, I honestly do. I think like how many of these shoes do you have, Joe? We should, that's that's an interesting audit. I only have oh, I have three pairs. I have three. I have three of the entries on this list. How many? How many of these shoes do you guys personally own? Because I feel like that's important too to actually hold them in your hands. We spend so much time looking at JPEGs online, and I, f- I feel like we can kind of set ourselves apart by having actually interacted with these shoes on a physical level. How much? Joe, Joe has <laughs> like nine. I have eight. You have eight of these. Sneakers. Which two don't you have? Bad Bunny. And Wait, you have trophy. Oh, you have trophy rooms. I have Bad Bunny. I have nine. Bad Bunny's at my desk. I've so what's nine. the one you're missing? Supremes. The the Kobe. The Kobe. Yeah. Oh, you have okay. Supremes. Yeah. The black. I've got. Oh. Welty, how many of these sneakers do you have? I have two. Okay. Is that bad? No. No. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> you're and for a me, it's surprising because usually Nine when it comes, when crazy. it comes to top and 10, I usually have zero. <laughs> you have two. Nine is crazy, but like I bought the 450 in triple black. That's why I think it's been a pretty, I just got the bodega. I think it's been a pretty good one. One that I think it's been a pretty good year and okay. obviously. It kind of seems like it is. Wait, what, what three do you have, Brendan? I know you have the bacon. I'm a Meniere right? three. Mm-hmm. He has bacon. the bodega. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have the bodega? Because mm-hmm. I know that you were talking about not having that, being the only person who didn't get that shoe. <laughs> Everybody the last, has the bodegas. The last one he has. <laughs> okay. Well, now, I have the bodegas. Okay. Oh, Thank you do God. have that one. Sorry. Thank God. Bodega, the, wait, you have the bodega, you have the Amma Meniere three. Yes, the then, bacons. Yeah. Oh, the bacons. Yeah, the bacon I used. Yeah, Welty, I mean. This, Welty, you have the. I'm a Munier threes and, and the bodegas. Okay. This so Joe, you you mentioned though you have a shoe that you, you one kind that of a I, disappointing one for which you. Which one? Do you guys know what it is? I no. know what it is. I don't know if I have a most disappointing. Sticker, it's but I wouldn't me. say most disappointing, but I you got you guys know that like um quality is obviously a big thing and like yeah. I'm someone who beats my shoes. So yeah. mm-hmm. but the the fragment dunk, like one wear, the toe box is like Really? Fold it up. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that too. Wait, yeah. have you? No, I, I've seen because I will also the, uh, I walk weird. Yeah. So no, some, don't blame it on yourself. Blame okay, it on I'm the shoes, saying, man. Also, I, I walk weird sometimes, so I thought maybe I wore them one wear, and the toe boxes are like destroyed. Mm. You heard that though? I think I saw some other pictures where people were hmm. like talking about the quality on it. Yeah. Well, see, is is there a shoe that has disappointed you this year? Again, I, I'm not trying to be safe here. I just don't know that there's anything I've been really mad about. The one the one shoe, and I know I've been talking about this in Slack for the past week, that I know it's not going to make top 10 shoes of the year list, but a shoe I've been excited for quite a bit in the longest time are the Matt Frazier Nike Metcon 7s oh, yeah. from Broken yeah. the Best. I, <laughs> yeah. need a, I need a pair of those. You Nike Training... Those. Please send me a pair. Okay. Or I will buy them, but please just let me get a pair somehow. Yeah, let you You'll get them. them. Oh. Didn't you get the colorful ones? You know I, what? Though? I those, Joe, yeah. I actually figured out one that I okay. that I think is quite disappointing because I did have them in person is the latest Union Jordan 4. I think like just. Oh, I like those. I like those. That one's just colors, funny. Though. That one's just funny. Why is it funny? No, because I remember we had like. I like those. Tell them why it's funny. I think you that shoe in person is just not that good. And I'm like, this doesn't, this barely looks you, like a Jordan 4. You got the early access. Exclusive access, not so early So we go on full size run and he talks about how this shoe is not it, not feeling it, all this stuff. And then he gets, somehow gets exclusive access to it. He's a businessman. And cops the shoe. <laughs> I, had, yeah. I had no, no favors for that. Nike sneakers. I have just 
spit me out of the algorithm and, and i bought this so that's I, I would say that's a disappointing one for me joe where it was just like i pulled out of the box and i was like i i, I don't think i need to wear this okay <sighs> listen i think it's been a good year final verdict good half of the year good half of the year so, so far good good year so far good half of the year so far final verdict yes it's been decent yeah it's been a lot of exciting shoes and a lot of exciting Stories. Yeah, stories and events shaping how we feel about these shoes, you know, resale scandals and backdooring and things like that. So that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in more product, hopefully, to change up the discussion a little bit. Although right now, I, I, nothing anticipated to me that can unseat the Amamini or Jordan 3. But of course, we don't want to make that conclusion at this point in the year. So, yeah, we'll see how it ends up at the end of the year. Looking forward to the last. Uh Five, six months of the year? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be here. Absolutely. That was the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Tell us in the comments where we got it wrong. Yes. And please let us know in the comments what you guys think about the top 10 so far and put in your list as well. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Audio editing done by Misha Jones. Special thanks to Jen Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.